and welcome to Next Reads, a podcast where we read the first chapter of a young adult or middle grade book to help you figure out what to read next. I'm your host, Erin, Youth and Teen Services Librarian at the North Liberty Library. My pronouns are she and her, and just as a reminder, this podcast might contain language or situations some listeners might find offensive or unsettling. The North Liberty Library does not necessarily endorse any author's views, but it does support the freedom of speech and the freedom to read and, of course, the freedom to learn. So on to the show. Welcome, listeners. All right, so today's book is a middle grade fantasy novel called Cress, Watercress, and it's by the author Gregory McGuire. If you are a fan of Wicked, the musical, or any of the actors who are in Wicked, he is the author of those books. He's written other things as well. But this is a little bit, I think, of a different venue or at least subject matter for him to write. It's an illustrated book, so it's not a graphic novel, but there are some really great illustrations that are in throughout this book by David Lichtfield who has done several picture books, including The Bear and the Piano, and its sequel, The Bear, the Piano, the Dog, and the Fiddle. And I love his illustrations. So I do love books for middle grade readers that also have illustrations because sometimes you need a little color in your life and sometimes it helps your imagination a little bit. So this is from the front flap. Did a fox get Papa? Cress Watercress is a rabbit. Home means a warren on the riverbank with Mama and Papa and baby Kip. Meals at dawn and dusk and honey ginger tea to help the baby with his breathing. When Papa doesn't return from a nocturnal honey gathering expedition, Mama assumes the worst. After all, it's a dangerous world for a rabbit. Though Cress begs to stay, what if Papa comes home and doesn't know where they've gone? Mama moves the family to the basement apartment of the Broken Arms, a rundown apartment tree with a menacing owl landlord, a nosy mouse super, a rowdy family of squirrels, and a pair of songbirds who broadcast everybody's business. Could a dead tree full of annoying neighbors and no papa ever be home? So that is kind of the little synopsis of that. All right, so chapter one, the bare windows of home. Mama yanked down her homemade drapes and stuffed them into the carryall. The windows stared squarely out into the newness of how things were now. Mama said, I think it is time. She pulled her apron strings tighter. She didn't look at her children. Is everyone ready? Cress shrugged. Her mouth was dry, her words locked silent. You'll need to carry him, Cress, said Mama. I have my arms full. Can you manage? Kip was disagreeable, all sour milk on salty soap. No go. Don't fuss, said Mama. This is hard enough. Be a good little bunny for Mama. Kip threw himself in the middle of the empty warren. Gone now, the rag carpet that had made the floor soft. When Kip kicked, he hurt his feet. He cried harder. Mama put down the map, the parcels tied in string, the carryall, the valise full of carrots. She picked up her little Kip. Since the rocking chair was gone too, she rocked on her heels. Why won't you settle down, Cuddles? asked Mama. I don't know what to do with you. He wants his stuffed carrot, said Cress. Want Roddy, said Kip. I must have packed it and sent it ahead, said Mama. 
No, said Cress. It's stuck in the hood of his onesie. Look, Kip, here's your carrot. Roddy, said Kip. There were more tears and from more than one pair of eyes. And now we're ready, said Mama. Kip went into the snuggly. Cress grabbed Mama's paw and held on tight. They left their home for the last time. No one bothered to lock the door or to look back at nobody waving goodbye. Okay, that was technically the end of the first chapter, but I'm going to keep going for a minute. Chapter 2, Dinner by Moonlight. The setting sun was a lumpy clementine and a net bag of string clouds. The air so cool and damp. A few birds moaned in falling tones. Where are we going? asked Cress. You'll see when we get there, said Mama crisply. Cress knew that was the end of talking for now. Kip, sucking on the tip of his stuffed carrot, fell silent. But Cress thought she heard him murmur, Papa. She couldn't bring herself to say no, Papa. So she said, look, Kip, there's a little broken circle in the sky. Mama, is that the moon? You've seen the moon before, said Mama. You know the moon. I don't remember, said Cress. You never let me go out at night. They didn't talk anymore. The grass looked like dinner, and then it tasted like dinner. Dinner by moonlight, thought Cress. Papa would love this. Papa would have loved this. Chapter 3. Where we are going. Mama had lost her map. On the other side of the water, the ducks slept. They were too far away to wake up for directions. Nearby, thorny branches tangled, a dark sword fight profiled against cliffs of silvery moon cloud. The family froze when Monsieur Reynard came by with a mouthful of hen, but his jaws were busy. He couldn't bother with Mama and her children tonight. We made it, said Cress as they hurried by, trying not to stare. Just luck, said Mama. The fox had already chosen his meal. Do you think we should have helped that poor hen? asked Cress. She was too dead, I'm afraid, replied Mama. Oh, Cress thought about it. Did Fox get Papa? Hush your lips, Mama glanced at the baby, but Kip was asleep, dreaming of dipping carrots and honey. Mama put her paw on Cress's shoulder. We may never know what happened to Papa, she said, but here we are, and the forest is home to more than one fox, so we must take care. If only I hadn't lost the map. Do you know where we're going? asked Cress. Of course I know where we're going. Mama paused to stroke her whiskers and look around. I just don't know the way. And there's a picture on this page of Monsieur Reynard, the fox, creeping by with feathers out of his mouth. Chapter 4. Agatha Cabbage. I wish I knew what I did with the map, said Mama for the third time that night. Cress said, you left it on the floor when you were cuddling Kip. Why didn't you pick it up if you saw it lying there, said Mama. I wasn't in charge of the map, said Cress. I can't be in charge of everything. I have the towels and the teaspoons, not to mention Kip on my back. Cress didn't add that she had been too close to tears to speak. You should have pointed out that I dropped it, Mama tutted. Cress readied for a sound scolding. However, just then, a figure crossed their path in the moonlight, striping the horizon with black and white. Oh, my pearls and pistols, what do we have here? Humble country folk out for an evening stroll? Asked a lady skunk, peering through a lorgnette. And far from home by the look of your shabby luggage. Good evening, madam, said Mama. The little ones are out late, said the skunk. I disapprove. Oh, do you, Mama said blandly. Well, it can't be helped tonight. Not how I'd raise children if I had any, replied the skunk, but don't let me keep you. I'm off to the opera. 
Notice my lorgnette. Notice my chinchilla. Wrapped around the skunk's neck, the chinchilla shyly lifted her head and murmured, Howdy-do. Lady Agatha Cabbage is my name, said the skunk. She squinted through her eyepiece at Cress. My, what a charming little girl you are. Little frou-frou, little bunnykins. Would you like to become my lady's maid? My last maid ran off. Useless. It's so hard to keep good help. Do come, child. I need help. Cress was pretty brave, but no way, no way. She pouted. Oh, she couldn't possibly, said her mother. Lady Cabbage frowned and said, I would give her sound training and manners, something you haven't managed to do yet. Cress pressed her face into her mother's apron strings and held her breath. She's getting an education already, said Cress's mother. She's homeschooled. Very well, I might add. Lady Cabbage sniffed. What could you possibly teach her at homeschool? What home is, said her mother. She glanced about. And where? The skunk pushed the point. But where is your home? We were looking for a certain Mr. Owl who was said to have rooms to let, admitted Mama, but we've lost our way. Mr. Owl, I know where that old crankcase lives, said the skunk. I can show you. There are some nasty spiderwebs on the path. I suppose the opera can wait. You're too kind, said Cress's mother to Lady Cabbage. The chinchilla twisted her head and whispered to Cress, She's not that kind. She doesn't even like opera. She just likes to dress up and parade about. By the way, said Cress's mother, a word to the wise. We just saw a fox go by with a mouthful of hen. I am scared of no fox, replied the skunk. I have a powerful cologne that drives predators wild. You'll be safe with me. Come along. Just don't get on her stinky side, whispered the chinchilla. All right, and I'm going to stop there. As you can tell, the chapters are very short, and there are pictures on like every third or fourth page that are pretty great. So this book is already reminding me of some others I've read. So I'll be sure to put those books with similar themes in the show notes. And I hope you might want to check this book out. But if not, just remember there's always another book waiting to be discovered at the library. Just remember, you can check out things for free with your library card. So I hope you join us next time for another Next Reads. Thanks. Thanks.